Good day, folks. Welcome to the first official episode of the Squats and Sober Thoughts podcast with your host, Max LaRock. So there's a good chance that if you are listening to this, you probably listened to the old podcast uh, in which we ran it with two hosts. Uh, We went through a little bit of a trial and error period, we can call it. We had some different directions in terms of which we wanted to take the podcast in. And it was decided that I was just going to do this solo. I then went on a seven-month hiatus. So this first episode back, not going to lie, I don't have a ton of direction with this. More than anything, I want to discuss kind of what was going on with my life in the last seven months, get you all caught up on that front. And then in the weeks to come, I will hope to have some more direction with these podcasts. Um, Realistically, we'll be talking a lot about what I'm going through on a day-to-day basis with my own mental health, my own physical health, and my own emotional health. Uh, Talking about the books that I'm currently reading. Uh, Hope to bring on some relatively interesting guests, whether they be psychologist-related, fitness-related, nutrition-related, but essentially just trying to provide a safe space and a free space for you guys as the listeners to get a lot of value from um, hope to educate you and potentially just offer different perspectives perspectives, and insights in the future to come. So if you are listening and you are a devoted listener from prior, thank you very much. Uh, I am back, but uh, as mentioned, I'm going to talk a little bit about why I took a seven, maybe even eight month hiatus from podcasting. So for those of you who follow me on social media, uh, last week, I opened up about my cannabis relapse. Uh, I know relapse can be a relatively intense word for certain individuals. They may put a certain connotation with that being that it's only really, you know, specific to alcohol, hard drugs, yada, yada, yada. I personally believe that relapse can be with any addictive substance and or non-substance, depending on the intent that you are using the substance or non-substance in an addictive way. So, As of January 1st, I mean, I guess to backtrack. So when we stopped recording the previous podcast, uh, I had full intentions to get right back into it. But then I went into a little bit of a depressive season, which is honestly just part of life and realizing that we do go through seasons, seasons of change, seasons of growth, seasons of pain, seasons of fucking awesomeness overall. But the reality is that when we can accept the fact that we are going through seasons of distress, pain, uncomfortable growth, um, there is positives that come from that. And I am pretty happy and proud to say that I am currently 18 days fully sober. And I say that meaning alcohol and substance free. I'm quite proud of myself for that. Actually, this had been truthfully many months in the making. Um, for anyone who does struggle with addiction, especially with you know cannabis, drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be, it's a vicious cycle to say the least. Um, I first kind of started dabbling back in it uh, with the intent of enjoyment and with the intent to relax and decompress. And I was doing it for quote unquote, the right reasons. At least I thought. Um, however, with addiction, and addictive mentality, uh, addictive personality, whatever way you want to label that as, it's a very slippery slope. So 
what happened was I started doing it every, you know, third, fourth weekend, and I was able to control it. After a few weeks of that, uh, it was actually a trip down to the mountains. And I believe I went full, like no social media or anything like that. And I was left to my own thoughts for the first time in quite some time. And I ended up smoking a fair bit of weed that weekend, or I guess that week that I was gone. I was gone Monday through Thursday. Um, With taking a break from social media that week, it opened up a lot of space mentally to start letting my thoughts guide themselves. And when I smoked, at least at that point in time, with the right intentions, uh, it actually allowed for a lot of creativity. And I remember specifically, unfortunately, I can't remember the name of the hike. It'll come to me. But I was on a hike. Uh, It was a pretty long hike. I wanted to say it was like 26 kilometers in and out. So it was like a full, you know, I think Lucy and I were out there for a good five-ish hours at least. And obviously, with the impact that the mountains and nature has on you and just being out there alone with my dog, um, I smoked. And then almost immediately all of these extremely creative thoughts started coming to mind. So I had my phone on me and essentially all of these creative thoughts were coming to mind. So I would just immediately, as soon as the thought would come to me, I would just pull up my phone. I would bring out my recorder and I would just talk into my notes section with the intent to go back and start to reflect on these creative ideas I was having. So it was creative ideas in regards to content, creative ideas in regards to what I wanted to do with the podcast, creative ideas what I wanted to do with my life, with my businesses, with my physical health, mental health, yada, yada, yada. Um, And then I started, and this is addiction in a nutshell, I then started when I got home from the mountains, uh, I started to justify my smoking due to the creative response I was getting from it. So the reason that's a slippery slope is I just recently read the book Dopamine Nation by Anna Lemke. Um, Future goal here, have her on the podcast. That would be dope. I don't say that ironically, by the way, but it would be fucking pretty cool. Um, But arguably one of the most impactful and applicable books I have read in quite some time, especially allowing me to go back and reflect on that period. So... What happened was I was creating this massive dopamine spike, essentially, which would then obviously help to induce creative ideas, um, things to come to mind, yada, yada, yada. However, what was happening was I would give myself this massive dopamine spike with you know external substance, and in this case, not necessarily a positive substance. And I would have all the, these ideas, I would jot them down, I would have full intention to reflect on them the next day and create content around them the next day. For those of you who do follow me, I basically stopped posting for <laughs> three to six months, at least anything consecutively. And I mean, full disclosure, for those who do follow me, uh, a lot of the times that I was posting over the period of those three to six months, a lot of it was just repurposing old content. So essentially, I'd go back on my Instagram from a year prior uh, when I was completely sober. I would just take a tweet. I would honestly just use the same tweet and kind of lie to myself to say that I was still getting enough done because I was repurposing those tweets. I was still getting good engagement, still getting a good following, yada, yada, yada. Um, But then what was happening was, again, I was chasing this massive dopamine rush via a negative substance. And the consequence of that being that 
whenever I wasn't using weed, I would go into a massive dopamine deficiency. And that's where it started to become a problem because yes, I would get creative ideas and my imagination would kind of flourish and I would have all these good things come to mind in the evening when I was smoking and using. But then the next morning when I woke up, again, originally I had the intent to act on them. But again, after learning more about this and how dopamine and the neurotransmitters and how it works, I would wake up in a very dopamine deficient state, which means that I had zero desire, zero motivation, zero purpose, zero real reason to then act on the creative ideas that I was, you know, coming up with the night prior. So that's when I got into the vicious cycle of addiction, where I was then smoking every single day and always having these wicked creative ideas come into brain. And then I would not do anything the next day. And then I would start to, after about three months, at least yeah, two or three months, I started then having the uh, self-induced anxiety and self-induced guilt, self-induced shame that came from that. Because as mentioned, it's been about at least three months where pretty much every morning I wake up, I don't want to smoke weed. And then pretty much every single day around that, we'll call it like trigger time, trigger time. I'll say that clearly. Um, four, five, six PM when I would be getting off work. Typically, again, my schedule varies obviously with my in-person clients and my online clients. Um, but my schedule varies, but typically between like, you know, four, five, six, seven PM, I would start, we'll call it chasing the dragon where the anticipation for my usage of cannabis would then start to basically drive my motivation to finish the day so that I could then go home and use cannabis, right? I would smoke. There's a good, you know, 20, 30 minute window. As I got worse with it, the that window shortened, by the way, but there'd be a good 20, 30 minute window. This is awesome. Happy. I'm fucking at home dancing, putting on 50 cent, listen to the fucking G unit, all that good shit from when I was a teenager, dancing up a storm, feeling fantastic. And then the crash would happen. So after 20, 30 minutes, and again, more recently, like within almost five to 10 minutes, I would then have the guilt and shame factor that would come with my usage. And then I would essentially perpetuate these negative thoughts about myself, uh, about the fact that I was using. And I felt very hypocritical about myself and... I mean, full disclosure, a large reason why I I tried like five times to record this, by the way, not this specific one, but record in the last seven months. Um, but I felt like a complete and utter hypocrite having a podcast that was called Squats and Sober Thoughts, when in reality, I'm still using behind closed doors. So it's essentially the exact same feeling I feelings I was experiencing when I first started creating content, when I did shift online and when I did come up publicly with my sobriety in the first place, was there was a good six weeks where I was you know, creating content about mental health and anxiety, depression, how you can do things to alleviate that, such and such. Um, but all the while knowing that I'm being inauthentic as fuck, because I'm the one that knew what I was doing behind closed doors, where I would go and drink and I would go and smoke each and every night. 
And then I just felt extremely inauthentic. And I guess it's sort of a cognitive dissonance standpoint that that inner pull of wanting to make the change, but then not taking actions to make the change. So yeah, I uh, went through that cycle for a good, you know, again, the first three months, we'll call it a six month window. The three months were first three months was okay. Again, I was using it with some sort of positive intent. But I mean, full transparency, the last three months, I was definitely in in the addiction cycle where every time I did use, it just perpetuated these negative thoughts about myself. Um, the fact that I was a phony, the fact that I was literally on a daily basis helping people to kick alcohol, kick substance use, kick negative thoughts, start making positive changes in their life, all the while knowing I'm not doing them myself, myself self myself <laughs> um again i'm not going to edit these by the way these are going to be absolutely raw so there's going to be fuck ups because i am a human but there was positives that came from all of this so what i did do over the last seven months because i had no drive to do anything in terms of actually creating um so expressing myself and creating content uh, which has been absolutely impactful and essential in my recovery and in my growth as a human was that if for any of those who do follow me on Instagram, I read a fuck ton of books. So I essentially went through a season of, I guess we can call it education. Um, the biggest thing with reading to me is just furthering my perspectives and furthering my insights and trying to be open to opposing perspectives and insights so that it allows me to formulate my own opinions and thoughts based off of personal experiences, but now based off of personal experiences with added education. So I think it's important that we recognize that there's seasons of your life, as I mentioned, where you may not be doing the things that are conducive to your physical health or your mental health, or your emotional health. But we also have to recognize that it's important that we don't beat ourselves up during certain seasons um, because they are allowing for growth in different areas of our life, which we tend to overlook. And that is where I'm proud of myself and the fact that I can recognize that and that I have learned a fuck ton. I think I don't know, within that seven-month time frame, six-month time frame, I probably read 30-ish books, give or take. Um, that doesn't include listening to any sort of informative podcasts. Uh, I'm still working with Jordan Syatt, so like learning more about what he has to say in terms of not only physical health, mental health, emotional health, all the above. And so I do know that I am a much different person on this podcast today than I was prior. Um, I very much reacted out of an emotional state prior. Um, I wasn't doing anything that was conducive to me, allowing myself to see things from different perspectives. And going back and listening to some of the episodes, I realized that. And yeah, not going to lie. I'm proud of myself for what I have accomplished in that sense over the last six months is that I am an entirely different person in terms of my education based off of the books I've chose to read. Now, again, read whatever you want, but for me, without having secondary education, well, not secondary, but post-secondary education specific to university or college, et cetera, 
I've always had a lot of self-worth issues because of that. Um, and so by reading books, especially, and I've talked about this on social media of like, I hate the term self-help because I don't necessarily think of these books as self-help books per se. I think of them as books on education, right? Things that I genuinely believe could and should be taught in junior high, high school, uh, university, if you do go to university. Uh, I honestly think in terms of the world we live in and reality, uh, these books are actually a lot more helpful than some of the things that you are going to learn in school. Not to negate school by any means, by the way. But that was always the thing that impacted my self-worth was the fact that I didn't have education. So for me, it was important if I was going to put a message out publicly, um, whether it be online, whether it be via the podcast or what, that it was done not just based out of personal experience, but based out of personal experience, the experiences that I've learned through coaching hundreds of people over the years, but then also out of education. And I think that's super important for us as a human society to recognize is like, I'm not here to invalidate your experiences, uh, the things you've gone through, but you need to understand that if you don't educate yourself in a variety of different contexts and a variety of different perspectives, it's very easy to find things that validate your own experiences, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way or the only way. And I genuinely believe I think if we as a society were open to learning about different perspectives and opinions, it would allow us to actually formulate a much stronger opinion that we genuinely believe in, not just something that validates our current state of emotion at this present time. So with all that being said, I think that's a pretty decent little wrap up of these last six months here. Um, as mentioned, day 18 today, no cannabis. Uh, I mean, full disclosure, still withdrawn a little bit. Uh, the last like couple nights, I've slept a little bit. It's getting better uh, for anyone who's ever kicked marijuana specifically. Uh, after the first little bit, you start having fucked up dreams. So I know that I am starting to like get it out of my system because of the fact that the crazy fucking dreams are happening. Um, but yeah, sleep hasn't been great, but still extremely proud of myself. Uh, it's been a very busy month, January in the fitness industry. Uh, very happy and proud to say that uh, even though I have been doing things that I'm not necessarily entirely proud of behind closed doors, uh, my online business, I'm having a record month. It's been extremely positive and successful. I mean, throughout this entire period of time. And I mean, to backtrack a little bit, a part of why I got okay with doing what I was doing behind closed doors because I got content with the fact that, well, my businesses are still successful, so I must be doing something right. And again, not to say that I wasn't doing something right. I think educating myself throughout that period of time, whether I was creating content or not, expressing myself, um, I think one of the beautiful aspects of my job and for any of my in-person clients that listen to this is the fact that I get to converse with you guys, even my online clients, I get to converse with you guys on a daily basis. So I may not have been expressing myself in a public way that I was prior to all of this, but I still express myself on a day-to-day -day basis. I still talk a fucking lot. Um, I mean, there isn't a day where I don't talk for at least three to four hours, which for some people, they barely get that in a week. And especially impactful and meaningful, authentic conversations that I do have with my clients 
uh, and the life coaching aspect of what I do with all of my clients. Like it's still very meaningful conversations that I am having. And so I think that was obviously a big pillar in the fact that I'm sort of like, I'm okay. And I've accepted that I was using for the last six months because again, there was still positive things happening. Um, I think it's just a lot easier for us as humans to really highlight the negative things we're doing without actually reflecting on the positive things we're doing for ourselves as well. And for our community, for the people around us, uh, yada, yada, yada. And I mean, that's where obviously gratitude is such an important thing to practice. Um, and it's something that I need to get better at and I am doing my due diligence to do so. Um, for those again, closer to me last week, I got bronchitis. So not only was I on like day nine ish, day eight, day nine of like full on withdrawals where I'm sweating like crazy, not sleeping at all, having fucking just horrible, negative, ruminating thoughts. Uh, I then got fucked up with bronchitis, which I think was honestly a fact of overworking over the Christmas season and then jumping right into my busiest season. All the while, as of January 1st, when I cut the weed, I was not sleeping at all. So in terms of the book, The Body Keeps the Score, my body was definitely keeping in the score. And my body pretty much said, like, slow the fuck down, buddy. Like, you're, you know, we'll give you bronchitis right now. But if you don't fucking stop, slow the fuck down, we're going to give you something worse. So um, it was kind of the, the suck that I needed to go through. Because again, like I said, it was day eight or nine when I first started getting sick there. And at first, in those first eight days of the month, I was definitely using work and um, exercise as an outlet. Not to say those aren't healthier outlets, but I was using it as an outlet to avoid, you know, what are my thoughts saying to me right now? What are my feelings saying to me right now? What are my emotions saying to me right now? And so getting bronchitis was like almost a bit of a blessing in that sense, because there was three full days, um, last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday that I did not go to work, which I, we, the gym's been open since last March. So we're coming up on a year. I have not missed three days of work unless I was in Canmore for like a little mini vacation kind of thing. And even then I was still actively working online, um, in terms of like client responses, responding to videos, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I have not taken three full days off work in a long ass time. And it was the exact thing that I needed to go through because I just genuinely had to embrace the suck of withdrawals and the suck of sitting there with my negative ruminating thoughts and kind of just getting to the bottom of them and realizing that my thoughts aren't always real and just like your thoughts aren't always real and it's really important to recognize that and understand that because you know you may think a certain way about yourself but when you start to actually listen to yourself you can then objectively look at that and be like man you know i really don't think i'm a piece of shit i told myself i was a piece of shit for a long period of time and so from a conditioned thinking standpoint i there's still part of me that believes it but the more i can start to actually change my thoughts about myself I'm going to start seeing the positive ripple effect that comes from that in my day-to-day life. And I know for a fact, I'm not a piece of shit. I wouldn't have the client load I have. I wouldn't have the businesses I have. I wouldn't have the life that I have if I was a piece of shit. Like it's genuinely speaking, I would not have everything that I do have. And that's where, again, I'm trying to be more diligent with the, the practice of gratitude. 
And I think that's a beautiful part. Well, not a beautiful part. That's a weird way of saying it. But it's a beautiful part of getting sick is fuck me sideways. Do you ever realize how good you have it when you then get healthy? Because being sick fucking sucks. And I mean, thankfully, I only had bronchitis. I didn't have something substantially worse. I didn't have autoimmune setting, stroke, fucking heart attack, like anything along those lines that could be induced from not dealing with your emotional and mental and physical health. So with all that being said, I know I said I was going to wrap this up before, but uh, if you are going to be a listener, just get used to my random ADHD tangents that uh, they may not have direction, but they always have a purpose. So thank you very much. It feels good to be back. Uh, I'm hoping to do weekly episodes. I'm not going to put a ton of pressure on myself right now just because of the fact that I am still withdrawing. I know that this is a super positive outlet for me. Uh, It's definitely a version of therapy for me and just expressing like truly what's on my mind. And yeah, I missed it. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to hit end here and I know that I'm going to feel pretty fucking good about this. So um, just again, thank you for anyone who is in my life, for anyone clients and my friends listening to this you guys are fucking awesome i appreciate you i love you uh anyone who supports me online doesn't call me a piece of shit because i put my opinions out there i appreciate you as well and you know what even if you do call me a piece of shit that's okay because you're allowed and you're you're allowed your opinions and you can believe whatever you want so with all that being said uh we'll call this episode one of the squats and sober thoughts podcast with max the rock Have a lovely day, you beautiful motherfucking people.